0: Good morning, beautiful people. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Dewey Show, and thank you to AdamL.com for sponsoring The Dewey Show. Would you like to spice things up in your bedroom? AdamL.com is the perfect website for that. They have things like sex toys, condoms, lubricants, underwear, DVDs, literally thousands of items that will spice things up. Uh, but that's not even the best part. The best part is this. When you go to com, be sure to uh, add the offer code DEWEY at checkout. And you will get 50% off of almost any one item as well as free and always discreet shipping. That's A-D-A-M-M-A-L-E A-D-A-M-M-A-L-E.com and use offer code Dewey at checkout. It's D E W E Y. Uh, with that being said, let's get going with the podcast. Um, so today we are talking about the Night Stalker, uh, Richard Ramirez, um, who was a serial killer who killed at least at least fourteen people and tortured dozens more before being captured in 1985. Uh, Richard Ramirez was a serial killer who killed at least 14 people and raped and tortured at least two dozen more, mostly during uh, the spring and summer of 1985. After developing epilepsy as a child, he became a heavy drug user and cultivated An interest um, in Satanism, uh, which became a calling card for investigators at crime scenes. Apprehended in August of 1985, Ramirez was sentenced to death at the conclusion of his trial in 1989. Uh, He spent the remainder of his days at California San Quentin Prison before dying of cancer on June 7th, 2013, at age 53. Uh, That would be one of the times that I would be rooting for cancer to win. This person is a sick fuck. Just putting that out there. Um, uh, Ramirez was born. Uh, Ricardo uh, Leva Munoz, uh, Ramirez on February ninth, 1960 in El Paso, Texas, the fifth child of, uh, immigrants, uh, Mercedes and, uh, Julian, uh, Julio, Julian? How, how would I say this? Um, J- Julian, I'm gonna just say it like, uh, you know, in a white guy boy (laughs) way because, yeah, uh, but, uh, Julian Ramirez, uh, known as, uh, Richard or Ricky Ramirez, uh, reportedly sustained multiple head injuries at an early age. After he was knocked unconscious by a swing at age five, he began experiencing epileptic fits. Now, if you, uh, research this is doing not biography, uh, but if you research any serial killer, uh, the odds of them being hit in the head or something like that are very high. You know, they're very high. Um, as, as an adolescent, Ramirez was heavily uh, influenced by his older cousin Miguel, who had recently returned from fighting in the Vietnam War. The two smoked marijuana together as Miguel told uh, Ramirez about the torture and mutilation he had inflicted on several Vietnamese women, uh, corroborating these stories with photographic evidence. He showed these to uh, Richard when Richard was 13 years old. Thirteen. Um... And at that, uh, well, actually, I'm sorry. I got this mixed up. Uh, He showed those to Ramirez as a child. Um, It was at age 13 that Richard witnessed his cousin murder his wife. Dropping out of high school in the ninth grade, Ramirez was arrested uh, for the first time in 1977 for marijuana possession. Uh, He soon moved to California, progressing to cocaine addiction and burglary um, and cultivating an interest in uh, Satanism. Now, I just want to say something right now. Uh, I have to add this in um, because it wouldn't be fair if I didn't. Now, yes, uh, he was an extremist satanist okay however uh however uh the church of satan i am sure has and would condemn everything that he's done they are very much pro uh like uh you know don't touch a person without their consent type of thing um you know, like we all should be, that's the way that everyone should be, um, and, you know, they're very much against any type of murder, so I want to point that out, um, this guy is an extremist, there's people like that in every religion, um, so continuing um, let's see. He was arrested, uh, twice in Los Angeles area for auto theft in 81 and again in 84 and noticeably began to neglect his personal hygiene. Uh, theft turned to violence when Ramirez's then first known murder was on June 28th, 1984. The victim was 79-year-old Janine, Avenco. Uh, who was sexually assaulted, stabbed, and killed during the burglary in her own home. What followed was a spree of brutal murders, rapes, and robberies, leaving dozens of victims in its wake. Ramirez uh, struck nearly nine months later on March 17, 1985. He attacked Maria Hernandez. Uh, who managed to escape and then killed her roommate, uh, Dale Akazaki, Uh, not identified with uh, these assaults. Uh, He also shot and killed uh, Sai Leon Yu uh, the same evening, spurring a media frenzy that saw Ramirez dubbed the Valley Intruder by the press. Uh, Just 10 days later, on March 27th, uh, Ramirez murdered 64-year-old Vincent Zazara and Zazara's 44-year-old wife, uh, Maxine, using an attack style that would become a pattern for the killer. The husband was shot first, then the wife was brutally assaulted and stabbed to death. In this case, uh, Ramirez also gouged out Maxine Zazara's eyes. A full-scale police operation yielded no concrete results, and Ramirez repeated his attack uh, pattern on prisoners, uh, pensioners, I'm sorry, uh, William and Lily Doy in uh, 1985. Uh, Over the next few months, his murder uh, rate escalated, uh, claiming another dozen victims uh, in a frenzy of of burglary, assault, and brutal violence, complete with satanic rituals. Um, Yeah, that's what biography says. Uh, I think that... Uh, he The satanic ritual thing, I, I, I'm not sure how uh, often that was actually involved in these. Uh, they make it sound like everyone, but I don't think that was the case. Uh, the LAPD responded by putting together a dedicated task force with the FBI, uh, stepping in to assist. This was in 1985. The relentless media and police pressure, aided with descriptions of his sur- from his surviving victims, forced Ramirez to leave Los Angeles area that August. Uh, he journeyed to San Francisco, uh, where he took more victims, uh, Peter and Bar- Barbara Pan, on August 17th. He unmistak his unmistakable uh, M.O. or modus operandi. Uh, Which is basically the way that uh, one kills uh, someone, that would be their M.O. So, for example, his M.O. would be the stabbing uh, or the uh, shooting of the husband and then the uh, uh, sexual assault and murder of the wife. Um, complete with, say, uh, complete, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. Uh, he would, wait, what the, what the hell, where am I? Um, uh, the relentless media and police pressure aided with descriptions from his surviving victims forced Ramirez to leave Los Angeles, uh, during that, uh, uh Los Angeles area that August. He journeyed north to San Francisco where he took two more victims. Peter and Barbara Pan on August uh, 17th. His unmistakable M.O. uh, meant that the Valley Intruder moniker was no longer applicable. The press quickly coined a new name, the Night Stalker, Um, as most of his uh, assaults took place at night in victims' homes. And, uh, the arrest is, this is how the arrest went down. Hey friends, real quick, uh, just want to pop in and say, please support the sponsor of today's show, AdamMail.com. You will not be sorry that you did. Um, AdamMail.com has thousands of items that will spice things up in the bedroom with you and or your partner. Uh, they have sex toys, condoms, lubricants, underwear, DVDs, again, thousands of items. But that's not even the best part. Because if you go to com and you use the offer code DEWEY at checkout, you will get 50% off of almost any one item as well as free and always discreet shipping. That's com. A-D-A-M-M-A-L-E dot com. And the offer code to use at checkout is DEWEY. That is D-E-W-E-Y. Thank you again to com for sponsoring the Dewey Show. Hey folks, also while I have you here, please uh, like, follow, subscribe, whatever your platform uh, tells you to do. I would appreciate that. I love you folks. Uh, back to the show. Uh, Ramirez's actions on his final night of terror on August 24, 1985, soon led to his capture. First, he was spotted outside a Mission uh, Viejo home where he unwittingly left a footprint uh, before the witness took note of uh, his car and license plate. Later, after Ramirez raped another woman uh at her home and shot her fiance uh the victim provided a detailed description of her assailant uh who had forced her to swear for uh swear her love for satan uh Ramirez abandoned his car um in fact Which was found a few days later complete with enough of a fingerprint to uh, make a match. And his criminal record enabled the police to finally put a name to the Night Stalker. Uh, National TV and print media uh, coverage survivors uh, featuring his prison photo. Alongside with a series of clues from witnesses and survivors. Led to... uh, Ramirez capture on August 31 uh, after he was badly beaten by uh, East LA residents while attempting two carjackings. So uh, he was in East LA when this happened and uh, people saw him and a group of people were like not here not again motherfucker they beat the shit out of him. that's what I call fucking justice now, uh they should have took his fucking balls with him personally speaking, tore out his fingernails and shit like that. This guy's a fucking sick piece of shit, okay, and that's why I said i root I was rooting for the cancer to kill this man because. He does not deserve to live a comfortable life. If you know what I mean. He does not. And. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry about that. Fucking phone. Um, but anyway. uh, After he was badly beaten by. So kick. He got his ass kicked by LA residents. Which. While trying to uh steal two cars they were they were like that's the night stalker. let's kick the shit out of them and uh according to the a and e documentary i watched they the crowd built larger and larger, so he was badly beaten um Ramirez uh waited in jail uh as his trial was continuously pushed off. The delay marked by a series of motions and bickering between the prosecutors and defense attorney uh, because the geographical spread of the crimes also complicated the scope of the trial with uh, jurisdictional issues. Some of the charges against Ramirez were dropped in order to expedite what was becoming a long journey to justice. The jury selection process finally moved forward on July 22nd, 1988. And the trial itself commenced uh, the following January. Uh, During this time, Ramirez attracted a cult-like following of supporters. Many of whom were uh, uh, black-clad Satan worshippers that does i i am not sure about about that yeah yeah okay uh that that checks out um so Ramirez uh himself often dressed in black along with uh dark shades for his courtroom appearances uh yet another delay occurred when uh wanderer was found murdered on August 14, 1989 with rumors, but rumors that Ramirez had orchestrated her death proved unfounded. On uh, September 20, 1989, the jury finally returned a unanimous guilty verdict on 43 charges, including 13 counts of murder, 5 counts of attempted murder, 11 sexual assault charges, and 14 burglary charges. Two weeks later, the same jury recommended the death sentence on 19 counts. Leaving the courtroom, Ramirez responded, quote, hey, big deal. Uh, death always comes with uh, the territory. I'll see you in Disneyland, end quote. So this guy was not all the way there. Uh, his brain was not, <coughs> his brain was fucked up when, uh, he was hit in the head. That was clear. Uh, the convicted murderer was formally sentenced to death, uh, in the gas chamber on November 7 of 1989. Um, and was sent to San Quentin Prison. So, he was sentenced to death in 1989, but the fucking, uh, system kept him in, and. Till he died of cancer in 2013. He should have... If I was the fucking, uh... Governor of California at the time... Uh... This is what I would have done with this piece of shit. After he lost appeals... Uh... And I I mean, you know, that... Appellate court... If they hear him... Uh... You know, is as high as he would go... Once, uh he went as high as he possibly could legally, because they're not going to overturn this, no matter what. Um, the very next day, his ass would have been fucking, it says he was put in, uh, the gas chamber, that's what would have happened, the very fucking next day. Because, that is not, that, that, that type of death is, too, uh, uh, it's too kind for someone like Ramirez, and cancer being as brutal. Like I've I've seen loved ones who have uh, ultimately uh, succumbed to cancer. Both of my grandmothers have succumbed to cancer, um, and seeing how brutal that is to, you know, live with, um, personally, I, I don't feel bad for this fuck, I don't feel bad for him at all, um, Jesus, this guy was a fucking piece of shit, you know what I mean, um, he was sent, uh, to San Quentin prison in California to spend the remainder of his days. While incarcerated, Ramirez married one of his supporters, 41-year-old Doreen Leoy, uh, in 1996. His long-awaited appeal finally made it to the California State Supreme Court in 2006 uh, before being rejected. Okay, so at that point, he has nowhere else to go. This was in 2006. Guess what? It said... Well, it said it was... Let's see... Okay, it doesn't give an exact date. But that very next day when it was rejected... I would have... As governor, I would have said, Alright, it's time to fucking kill that son of a bitch. Uh, his... the, The family members of his victims deserve justice and his victims deserve justice. Uh... Something else that he did that, I don't know, I don't think it's mentioned here, but, uh, he stomped an elder elderly person's face in. That was the most brutal part of, the most brutal, brutal fucking killing. Uh, and he goes after, uh, He goes after the, uh... You know, he... He goes after the most vulnerable fucking people in our society. Shows what a fucking big man he is, right? There's all these people that support him and stuff, and... He had his little fan club and all that. To me, if you join a fucking fan club for, like, a serial killer... Like... I just, why? Why are you a fan of somebody like that? Fuck this piece of shit. Fuck him. He's fucking horrible. Uh, Ramirez eventually was linked to uh, more vicious crimes in 2009. A DNA sample connected him uh, with the April 10, 1984 rape and murder of a nine-year-old girl in San Francisco. After nearly 24 years on death row, Ramirez died on June 7, 2013, at the age of 53, uh, from uh, B-cell lymphoma, according to San Quentin correction officers. Ramirez's death soonly, uh, shortly uh, after came after uh, he was taken to a hosp- uh, to Marin General Hospital in uh, Green Beret, California, um, let's see, okay, yeah, so, uh, this motherfucker is irredeemable and there's nothing about him that is, that deserves fanfare, that's for fucking sure, uh, Okay, folks, uh, thank you so much for listening to The Dewey Show. Uh, please support today's sponsor, com. They have thousands of items, including sex toys, condoms, lubricants, underwear, DVDs. They've got literally thousands of items uh, uh, that will spice things up in your bedroom. Uh, but as great as that is, the best part is this. If you go to Adamell.com and use the offer code DEWEY at checkout you'll get 50% off of almost any one item as well as free and always discreet shipping. That's com A-D-A-M-M-A-L-E dot com. And the offer code to use at checkout, that'd be D-E-W-E-Y. Uh, anything uh, pertaining to the Dewey Show, you can find at deweyshow.com. Uh, That's right, DeweyShow.com, and folks, I appreciate you so much for listening to the show today. Uh, I love you, and remember, folks, love is everything.